This is the Puppy Training Podcast, episode 145, Puppy Growling. This podcast is designed to help you on your journey of becoming best friends through love and learning as you train your own dog from home. And I'm here to help you every step of the way. This is the Puppy Training Podcast, and I'm your host, Amy Jensen. Hi, everybody. Today we are talking about growling. Does your dog or puppy ever growl? Have they done that before? It's pretty common. Today we will discuss why and what you can do about it. But first, how was your summer? Mine, you guys, was super busy. I have three teenagers, which, by the way, as a side note, is incredible. For any of you who dread teenagers, whether they are human or canine, good news. It can be amazing. I love them. I just resonate with them. It's so great to see their perspectives on life. I like to laugh with them. We joke around. Uh, We get to go do activities that I like to do as well. You know, some of the things that are harder to do when you have littles. I always called my kids littles. Now they're big, big. I don't know what I call them now, my bigs. Anyway, I think teenagers are fun. Even dog teenagers can be fun. I promise. Now it's back to school time and I'm getting back to podcasting for the online puppy school. I'm excited to get going again and love talking dogs with you. If you are new around here, welcome. You can learn all about the online puppy school by visiting my website, baxterandbella.com and click the learn more button. Also, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Baxter and Bella. We have been working hard this summer at building a YouTube presence with short video training clips you may access for no cost at all. So go check it out. All right. One of my favorite things to do here on the podcast is answer your questions about your dogs and things you are experiencing, right? I'm here to help you after all. And today I received a question about a puppy who growls every time they are picked up, whether by the mom or the daughter in the home. This is a good question or a common thing that might happen when you first bring a puppy home. So it's pretty common for people to think a new puppy will love to be picked up and I can cuddle them and snuggle them and love on them like I would a stuffed animal. But reality is most puppies do not like those things. It's helpful to remember our dogs are living, breathing creatures with minds of their own. They're not a stuffed animal, even though a lot of kids have that perspective, right? That I'll be able to just pick up this cute, fluffy little thing and it's going to be my best friend, which can be true, but it's important to speak dog, if you will, and teach those in our home to speak dog so that we can understand what our dog is saying to us through their body language and vocalizations. Now, usually a dog will speak with their body first and vocalizations second. This is important to know. If we listen to what they are saying with their body, it's actually quite rare that we will hear a growl or a snarl um, as their first choice in communication. So in this case, the family sent me a video of their puppy being held in an upright position. So watching the clip, I could tell right away that the dog was not super happy about being held that way. The person's hands were holding the dog up underneath their front legs. So the puppy was restricted in movement. Their legs were, their back legs were clearly on their lap, but they were being held in a standing position and a blanket was wrapped around the bottom part of them. And this dog just kept looking side to side are yawning a few times, showing that they were doing their best to handle the situation, but they were growling slightly, just also saying, hey, I'm not very happy about this. I'm kind of unhappy, in fact. Now, signs like yawning, turning your head, their head to the side, lip licking, a shake off when they're not wet, and other things all tell us that the dog is feeling some sort of stress and they're trying to manage it. 
Now, listening would be seeing one or more of these signs and changing up what is happening in that scenario. For example, if I'm holding my dog in an upright position and I see them yawn, I'd set them down and see if their body language changes for the better. I do not wait for them to growl or snarl. Instead, I'm noticing, hey, you're telling me you're a little stressed, or maybe this isn't your favorite thing. And yes, that dog's going to try to handle it and manage it. But I also need to recognize the longer I put them in that stressful situation, the more likely they are to get angry about it, right? Now, same thing if I notice they are licking their lips or flattening their ears to their head, like pinning their ears, turning their head away, like looking away repeatedly. And if I ignore these signs, most likely my dog will start to growl because they're escalating their efforts to say, hey, I'm not happy here. Please put me down. So growling can actually be viewed as a friendly way for a dog to speak to you saying, Hey, you got to listen. Like I'm trying to tell you something with my body language. You're not listening to the body language. So I'm going to escalate my efforts a little bit by growling at you to tell you, Hey, I don't like this. Now the worry is if we ignore the body language and the growl next on the hierarchy is a snap, like an air snap or a bite. A typical reaction would be an air snap where the dog bites at the air, snapping their jaws together. You guys, they're not missing the mark. If they wanted to do damage, they would do damage. They are trying to be nice. It's kind of their final step of, well, not the final step. That would be a bite, but it's the next step of, hey, I'm really unhappy, right? And then that final step would be a bite saying, I mean business, put me down. So listening to our dogs when they are whispering is what I like to call it, meaning they use body language avoids the escalated unpleasant situations of growling, snarling, air snapping, and biting. And truly the efforts that we put in to read our dog's body language is time well spent and valuable to our happiness in living with a dog and having that dog interact with us on a daily basis in our homes, which is what we all want. We want it to be a good, pleasant, happy experience. So I think it's just helpful for families to recognize that dogs will communicate with us with their body language And then they might escalate that to a growl and then possibly an air snap and then a bite. And that doesn't mean we have an aggressive dog. It doesn't mean that our dog is a bad dog, right? Or dangerous, right? It's just simply the dog has to be able to communicate how they're feeling and that's how they do it. So here at Baxter and Bella, we are advocates for learning dog body language, We highly advocate for that because again, if you can understand what your dog's trying to tell you and listen to those whispers, then we don't have to wait until they're really ornery about it. And there is growling and there is some air snapping and definitely we don't want the bite to happen for sure. So my first response to this question is to learn dog body language. Now here at Baxter and Bella, we teach a class on this topic and we coach people one-on-one via Zoom to recognize what their dog is telling them as we work through a training session or, you know, anything that we're working on in that one-on-one session, we'd like to point out, Hey, notice how your dog's looking here. Notice what your dog just told you there. Um, and that can be helpful for you guys to start to learn and recognize with your own dog, what they're trying to tell you. The next suggestion was to recognize the fact that their dog doesn't love being picked up right? Some dogs might love it, but most I would say don't. Um, And knowing that this is a behavior pattern that they are seeing common to being picked up, we can assume, okay, your dog doesn't necessarily love being picked up. It's a pattern at this point. So we can help this dog see being picked up more positively through training by pairing the action with a reward this dog loves. 
For example, if this dog loves turkey, every time I reach for them, I'm going to offer a small piece of turkey as I lift them up. So right there, that's kind of at the same time. As I'm reaching, as I'm picking up, I'm feeding them turkey. The timing eventually changes to pick up the puppy, feed the turkey, right? Pick up the puppy, deliver the turkey. Now this is going to help the dog anticipate the turkey when they are picked up. So notice the timing and the the order to that so that they may start to get excited about being picked up, knowing that a piece of turkey is coming or it's going to follow, right? So this is called classical conditioning. We are creating a positive association between being picked up and getting a piece of delicious food. So as I mentioned, timing is important. Note, if I feed this dog the turkey, then I reach to pick them up, they will anticipate getting turkey means they're going to be picked up something that they don't like. And they could actually start to not like the turkey knowing that that's going to predict them being picked up. Isn't that fascinating how behavior works? I think it's so fun. Okay. So takeaways from today, learn your dog's body language. What are they trying to tell you? And are you willing to listen? I love having a relationship with my dog. You guys have heard me say that over and over. If you are Uh, regulars to the podcast. I don't want to be my dog's drill sergeant, right? Yes. I want to ask them to do things. Yes. I want them to follow through. And there's all positive ways that we can do that. We teach you all about building a bond with your dog with respect being shown both to you and to your dog inside our online program. My team of trainers and I would love to help you with an issue you are currently facing. So please reach out if you have something that you want to talk about. Have a wonderful week, you guys. Go live life with your dog. Remember why you chose to get a dog in the first place and build on that little by little, a little better every day. Happy training. If you have a question about anything you heard on this podcast or any other puppy training question, visit my site, baxterandbella.com to contact me. 